Peace, y'all. This is your boy Eru, the Any Star, host of the Dianix Podcast. Yeah, man, got you this morning. Excuse me, this afternoon now, doing a little podcast. We're gonna be talking about uh, none other than the forgotten one, associate head coach Johnny Bryant. So this is a name that um, that has been brought brought back to my attention uh, due to something that was posted by the Knicks, man. So uh, we'll get in all, all into that, but um, you know, of course, we got to do an intro. This is Dianix Podcast, Eru, the Any Star. Let's go. Yeah, man. So uh, the Knicks posted um, this, man. They posted the training camp roster. Uh, you know, you can just scroll it down. There's a lot of players on there, about 20 something, 20 players, whatever. Uh, of course, you see Tom Thibodeau. Uh, you also see the other guys too, Aaron Greer, you know, Larry Greer, you forget about those guys, Darren Erwin, you forgot about him, uh, Mike Woodson and, um, Kenny Payne, Kenny Payne is the star of the show. But, uh, one name that you do notice there is, uh, Johnny Bryant. Uh, he said, it says associate head coach. It doesn't say assistant coach. It says associate head coach. There's also another name there, but we also talk about that. As I go along here, but um, we're talking about a guy that's named associate head coach. That means that he's second in command. Uh, you know, this is not uh, uh, what's the guy? Um, Keith Smart. You know that that Fisdale had. This is uh, a guy. You know, this is just look at him. Look at his eyes, man. That is a crazy looking dude. You know, look look at the eyes. That is a coach right there. That's um somebody that's um that's gonna be on the, in the same. It looks like he's cut from the same cloth as as a um Tom Thibodeau. And, um, you know, I don't know who, who um, you know, initially uh, signed him. I don't know if this was part of Tom Thibodeau's deal when he became the um, the head coach. Or maybe this is something that, uh, you know, uh, you know, some of the other guys, um, Scott Perry or maybe even Leon Rose or somebody like that. Um, Walter Perrin is another one. He's he's they got him from from Utah. So maybe they had these discussions and they said, yo, we need to get Johnny here. You know, Johnny is ready, ready to go. I don't know who's um who's actually uh you know in charge of that or who made that decision, but collectively, you know, it was a collective decision because um, you know, Knicks fans love drama. You know, when you when they hire somebody, they say, oh, there, there could be some beef. But I'm surprised somebody made that connection. You know, so you know, I know I said that, so I hope nobody uh bites that idea and start running with something, you know, like oh, oh there's gonna be a beef if the if the um Thibodeau doesn't do well, then they're gonna fire him and move the real guy they wanted, Johnny, Johnny um Brian. I hope they don't flip it like that. But the thing is he he's only like what? Uh, what is he? Uh, th- uh, thirty-five. Is he thirty? Is that thirty-five? He's only thirty-five. He's a baby, but um, somehow he he got to where he is, where he's like second in command to none other than Tom Thibodeau, one of the most like um sought after or just uh, well-respected coaches of this era right now. So um, let's uh let's get into it. Who is uh Johnny Bryan? Where the hell did he come from? Like I said, he's only thirty-five. He's born in nineteen eighty-five. Uh, you know, let's let's um do it. What what do people do when uh when they um. When they can't find something, they Google it, right? So, yo, let's um, let's get into some Googling, guys. So, we're gonna pull up none other than the most accurate um uh, place to get information, Wikipedia. Yeah, so we're gonna go here, and it's not not really big. The reference is already there, uh, right there. He was born August 6, nineteen eighty five. Uh, you know, like I said, he's only thirty five years old. Uh, associated associate head coach for of the New York Knicks. It says it right there. Um. Uh, he played college basketball in University of Utah. Okay, we'll get to that. But um, you know, as far as his um playing playing career, we'll talk about that too. But as far as his coaching career, uh, he started at the Bryan Sports Academy, so that's like a skills development um thing. So he started off as a skills development coach. It doesn't say what year that is, 
but um he was hired by the um the, by the Jazz as a player development coach uh in what in 2012 and he was promoted 2 years later to assistant um coach under um Quinn Snyder who's a good coach they they goes there you know Quinn Snyder's a, a good coach good college coach came in and came into the NBA and he's been um you know kind of underrated in the way that he um manages games and stuff uh yeah but um you know he was hired by uh by Quinn Snyder so I mean, I mean, this is only like what well, from 2012. So you're talking about uh, what eight, nine years now that he's been uh, associated with the NBA as a first as a developmental assistant, and then like what the last uh, six years as the assistant coach under um, Quinn Snyder. So I mean, that's that's a long um, tenure in the NBA. So um, he he got the respect of of uh, of his peers more than likely because um the NBA is a coaching circle, and um guys you know get to mix in and talking with each other and stuff like that. So you know. He's known, so I'm Tom Thibodeau is. I'm quite sure he's very familiar with him. Uh, Walter Perry is very respected around the league too. So you know, I'm quite sure all these guys had these conversations, especially before they were they were hired. You know, so this is just interesting to 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 look at that. And um, you know, somehow 2020 is he's the associate head coach of the, of the Knicks. So anyway, let, let's um let's get into um you know the you know the past, right? So because um before you you can get um somewhere, you have to start from somewhere, right? So um, let's uh, let's do let's do another screen uh, screen share here. We're gonna bring up uh, his actual college stats because he did play college basketball. Here he is here, Johnny Bryant. He um he was the the for the for the career. He average, actually averaged fourteen points a game for his career, two rebounds, two assists. This is the college game. So anyway, these are his stats here. So um, these are his per game stats. Uh, you can take a look at that, man. We got um. Like, you know, I'm, I'm big on points per game. You know, that, that 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 just tells you right there that he's that he's able to um to score. So he topped off at 15 um, points a game. Uh, you know, bottomed out 13. So for, like I said, 14.1 points a game for his career for a three-year career at um Utah. Uh, is is um it's good to be note is you know to be noted that um he started off at a community college. He actually was in um uh, I believe a Oakland um community college and then or maybe a Utah. I, I don't know exactly, but um he that that's how he um he got to to this point. Where he um he actually redshirted for them, and then he was able to play. That's why you only see three years there. Uh, you know, decent player if he if he could score that. And he played for the University of Utah. So U- University of Utah is um usually um uh, decent teams uh, during that time. Let's check it out. The uh, first year he was there. Uh, you know they had a, a you know sub five hundred record. Uh, go to the next season. Come on, guys. Uh, you know sub five hundred again. The last season, he actually uh, was able to get a winning record. Played under Jim Boylan, so that's a, that's another coaching um, coach there that um, that's worth noting too. He, he had um, good coaching uh, throughout his short career because, like I said, he's only thirty-five years old. Um, you know, and he has some skills, so I'm quite sure he had NBA aspirations. But uh, you know, he he was um, relatively old when um, when he left um, school because you know the whole redshirting thing and stuff. So he did three years. So he, so we're talking about early twenties. You know, so he he got into uh, like I said, um, training. He got into training guys, and um, you know somehow he, he caught the eye of of um, the Utah um, organization. So I mean, you know, it's something that that um, is interesting to me because no one's really talking about it. Like I said, uh, you know, uh, we talk about Calipari more than anything. You know, we got Kenny Payne. Kenny Payne is, is in everyone's mouth. They they keep asking. Um, you know the players about about that, and, and the players keep saying Kenny Payne, but nobody's really saying Johnny Bryant. He's kind of like like kind of like just um talked about a little bit, but I mean associate head coach, he's second in command. Uh, let's um take a look at um at his coaching um thing. 
what was uh what was his record as an assistant coach? One thing I forgot to queue up here is um is uh like this video of him, but I, I guess I can do it a different way. But um you know 2014 uh through the through the 20. Let's, let's look at Utah's record during this time. So I mean sub five um, 500 for the first um year that he was there. Uh, it starts to go up. Now it's 51, um, you know, 51 games, uh, 48 games and, um, 50 games. So, I mean, like he, he's had, he's been around a, a winning culture, you know, he had a winning situation over there, you know, winning players and stuff like that. So he was a, a part of Walter Perrin's building the team. So, um, you know, he, he's, uh, he's been around winning. He's, he's been around good, good players. Uh, he's been, been, um, around coaching. Um, you know, successful players. So, um, you know, in the meantime, I'm going I'm to see if I can pull up this video because um, I actually posted a video on Instagram that I can't really uh, can't really find at the moment. But um, we're just going to look up um, some stuff on, on, on YouTube because it is on YouTube. Uh, some coaching tidbits of him, of um, Johnny Bryant, uh, while he was uh, coaching the um, Utah um, Summer League. So uh, this is actually the first video that pops up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to um destroy the stream here with um <laughs> with a whole bunch of like you know extra this off and let's just get busy man I'm gonna I'm gonna share this this thing for you guys so you guys can see it. Uh this is Johnny Bryant mic'd up uh doing a summer league for the for Utah Jazz. Let's um let's just play this. Uh make sure you guys can see it. So anyway, uh, let, me, let me see. I'll, I'll just turn it on, see if you guys can hear this. He's kind of just directing traffic and stuff like that. I'll turn this down. You can hear him talking. You know, just giving guys cues, hands up, you know, telling guys where to go. You know, basic coaching stuff where, where he's like telling guys what to do on defense and stuff. You see, like these little things here. I'm not sure if you guys can hear it, but these these little little tips that he's giving them, telling them catch and go, you know, little smart things, t- pulling, telling guys to come over, getting these are like sneaky timeouts, where like the the team is um, actually um in play, dead ball, maybe shooting a free throw, and he's coming and pulling guys in to um give them little tidbits and stuff like that. This is a heads up coach. This is a guy that they're going to have on the sideline that's going to help Tom Thibodeau. So while, while Tom Thibodeau's game managing, he's pulling guys to the side and giving them um secondary little comments and stuff. Look, look, get to the paint. Yeah, see, look, he's telling him to get to the paint, uh, get your free throws going, and um, then you can get your offensive game going. This, these are little things that, that I like. Like um, like we talk about savvy players that do the dirty work, uh, guys that play defense and stuff like that. You got to have a coach that's, that, that has the ability to, to see things and give guys little pointers and let them know what they're, what they're not seeing because they're playing the game. You know, and he's, that's, that's his job as an assistant coach. Like I said, it is amazing to me that he's only, what, 35 years old? You know, 35 years old, he could, he could still be playing in the NBA if he played in the NBA. So I'm quite sure that, that he's out there probably with the guys playing and stuff. I just love his his mannerisms and his, just his um the, the, his ability to stay calm while another guy's pissed. Because he was just talking to a guy there where he was frustrated about um what was happening in the game. But, uh you know, Johnny Bryan is still able to keep the same energy no matter what, what he says. And... um. That's just that's just great to me, man. Yeah, I'm not sure if you guys can hear the audio on that video, but he's um yelling at um Deontay uh to uh to talk on defense. 
you know, so talking on defense is very important, man. Team building and stuff like that. So um, it's um, very important to um, for for us because we're, we're starting from the bottom. We need guys that that are going to be uh, vocal and um, you know communicating stuff like that. So like, that's why it kills me when guys get so mad. Oh, the Knicks need to play the young guys. They need to play the kids and stuff like that. But um, the kids don't know how to play. You know, uh, you got the coaches and stuff like that. They're going to teach them whatever. But people are only talking about uh, oh, teach them how to shoot. You know, teach them how to how to do this, how to do that, how to how to shoot the corner three. You know, teach them. That's not that's not the only thing that's about coaching. You got to teach guys nuances of the game. You got to teach guys, um, you know, where to be um, after a screen, where to be when the, when the ball's not in their hands. You know, uh, what what's going on 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 um, you know, if, if they're missing something, if they're playing and they're not doing something, you need coaches to 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 be able to do that. But if the coaches are, are doing their job, the players also, the veteran leaders have to be out there yelling and screaming too, because the coaches can't be yelling at the sideline; they're not playing. You know, sometimes you can't hear the coaches. Like if you ever played in whatever in a, in a packed arena or just arena with just enough people, small arena with a bunch of crazy ass uh, fans on the side yelling and cursing and screaming at you, uh, you can't really hear the coach half the time unless the coach is yelling and screaming. You know, you know, like a crazy person. But a lot of times you really don't hear the coach until until you get pulled to the sideline. So you need the players on the court to be able to um, communicate and stuff like that. So how do they learn to to do that? Uh, of course, in practice, but you need guys out there in the mix of things. To um to get guys um organized, you know, to get to um help guys out, you know that that also um works in practice. You got to get guys in practice going, but um, you know, it's very important to have this connection with all these different things. But and you know, it's not always about the young guys. You can't just throw them out there and tell them to figure it out, because that's just not how it works. You know, e even um um calling next uh, on a, on a court, um some courts you can't just get on. You know, like like if guys are playing basketball, these guys look like they might be um uh I, I won't even say semi pro. They might look like they they just know how to play. Bunch of older guys, stronger, whatever. Uh, these guys look like they might be 200, you know, you know, definitely like over uh, 150, you know, 180, you know, 200, 220 pound guys, big men. And some some kid coming out of the park that's 115 pounds, not just going to call next and get in. You know, they're not just going to play him. Oh, yo, you're young. So let's let's take it easy on you. You know, let, let me let me let's, let's keep you out here so you can develop. So over four years, like like you can play with us and learn how to. That's just not how this is not how life works, man. You know, uh, you know keep it simple like a lot of us are not professional basketball coaches right but we all know what basketball is we all have been into been into a situation where you call next or someone calls next and they pick you up or whatever so i mean like um you're just not going to pick a pick a dude that um that's like a novice and never played before you got you want to win everybody wants to win we're not here to train people if you want to um train there's a, another court on the side with the broken rim that no one's playing on with all all the weeds and, and um the glass on it that's the that's the court that you, that you um that you get better in. Go find you a broom, sweep that glass up, and uh, work on the game on your on your own. You know, so like while the guys that are ready to play, you know, um, they're there ready to play. You know, and if and if you're gonna play in a tournament style style um situation or or a professional style situation, then you have the coaches where they, where they work on you on one on one and stuff. But if you don't have that, or just just in you in the off season, who you're gonna rely on just just your your main teams um coaches to teach you? You got to do something, man. You know, you you out there on your own. You have to get better. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to get sidetracked, man. But this is um, this is uh, you know, uh, Johnny Bryant. I just want to highlight him because nobody's really talking about him, man. He's like um, he's only thirty five, man. He's the associate head coach of of the Knicks. So um, this is this is gonna be our coaching tree, man. So uh, Tom Thibodeau himself is only like sixty two years old, so um, he's not gonna give up, obviously. But we're talking about um, somebody sixty two. Uh, when he gets to the end of his contract, what does he have a five year contract? I'm not exactly sure. But at five years, 62, what is that? You know, uh, 67? So we're talking about a guy that's 67 is still going to be uh, at the top of his game coaching. No, we got a guy that's 35 years old that um that in five years he'll be 40. 
You know what I'm saying? So um, a 40-year-old with all this NBA um, basketball experience, a uh, young guy that can relate to the players that are out there. And by the time he gets to 40, he'll be the uh, he'll be the OG. Uh, you know, guys call me OG. You know, uh, a lot of people don't really don't really think they really don't know how old I am, whatever. But people starting to call me OG, whatever. But um, when you, when you get to the to the to that age, you the OG, you do have some experience, you have some knowledge and stuff. So this is somebody that I'm looking for. You know, if everything works good, man. You know, because I mean, like we're we're building a roster. If, if guys start getting better and we keep accumulating players and stuff, and we we keep getting better in five years, hopefully this is churning. Hopefully this is something that's churning. That's something that we're waiting for two or three players to finally get it. Hopefully we, we were adding guys and signing guys and trading for guys or whatever. And we just keep this train moving and it's not going to just end with Tom Thibodeau. Uh, a guy like, um, you know, Johnny Bryan is going to be right there to, um, to continue this, um, this train, man. I love his intensity, man. Like one thing I want to, I want to point out with this is just that, um, the way that, the way that he, um, approaches, um, t- coaching his, um, his voice is like this, like that. He's never high, never low. Even if he's yelling at guys, talking, whatever, he's still same temperament. You know, you got you got to be able to coach. That's my coaching style. You got to be able to to coach a guy and keep and keep yourself calm because they're upset. So you can't um, um come come at them yelling and screaming. I, I watched tournaments in the summertime. Like um this one one guy. I don't want to say his name, but he was a guy that they used to play for Cincinnati, New York City point guard. <laughs> I mean, I basically said his name, but um you know he was out there cursing um cursing the kids out after the game and during the game he's cursing out, pacing back and forth, throwing stuff. And then after the game, I just happened to be sitting there because I was just kind of just watching. And um, while while the other um, teams are getting ready to play, uh, he's on the sideline cursing this team out. I mean, that's not that's just not how you how you coach. That's not the the right way to um to teach a kid yelling and screaming like that. You know, I, you know some you know, yelling and screaming to push guys in order in order to um get them focused. But that's not the only way to coach, man. You need you need to be able to get your um your um, point across without cursing kids out. You know, and you know this the NBA is younger now. We got guys that coming into the league that are um you know eighteen nineteen years old. Uh, you know, they're still kids themselves, but you know, uh, I say this all the time. There's an olive branch. You have to extend, uh, you know, the olive branch from, from the old to the new. So as a, as a grown man, quote unquote, OG, right. I can't have this persona, you know, uh, be, be out of control. And I it got, it got the nerve to be, um, you know, teaching someone else how to be a man or teach another um, person how to be a professional when you yourself are, are just not a professional, you know? So, uh, you know, kudos to Johnny Bryan. He's only 35, man. So, um, you know, he already got it. I looked a little bit up, up, um, you know, his little um, personal stuff too. He's married, has a beautiful wife, uh, you know. So it's it's a uh, it's great to great to see, man. You know, I hope you can see this um, this video, and uh, be encouraged, man. That um, there's some Nick fans out there, you know, uh, appreciate uh, where you come from, and you, you know that uh, we're glad to to have you here, and we hope that we can have you here for the long run. Like I said, and keep this thing churning. It's not only about this year; it's about the next five. When we had Patrick Ewing, we had 13 straight years in the playoffs, man. Um, uh, Ewing was here for 15 years and 13 out of the 15 years we were in the playoffs. So I, I would love to get that again. Another, another 13 year, maybe even forever. Uh, just keep churning out playoff runs. You know what I'm saying? And, um, just keep it moving, man. Keep the same, um, you know, principles, the same, um, thing, um, involved and have these guys churning. Uh, yo, shout out to the front office. We got Walter Perry's older man. Scott Perry's older man as well. But um, you know, shout out to the guys that we that we pulled up, that we um, snatched from OKC, from um, Cleveland, um, all these different young guys. You know, they're going to be the next guys too. As soon as um, Walter Perry and, uh, and um, Walter Perrin, um, Scott Perry, and um, um, you know, Leon Rose, and all these guys, as soon as they get old, these hopefully these guys can start to come up and fill these spots, and they can continue to bring other their other people up as well. And like I said, it's all about turning this thing. 
turning this thing. It's not all. It's not only about three players, man. You know, the three players that 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 that, that people like to argue with about all day on on Twitter. You know, that I had like a freaking um you know fight over the weekend on on Twitter with these guys about these three players. And um you know, I see I see guys on um you know all over YouTube um you know arguing about um you know these same three players too, man. It's not about that, man. This this is we got to keep this thing turning. It's about winning basketball. Everyone's talking about loser stuff. Lo- only losers talk about losers. You know, we need to talk about building this team, man. So, you know, I love I love um on what the Knicks are doing with that. But um, you know, let's let's move this along. I want to add another guy. There's somebody I didn't I didn't actually make a a, a banner for. So I'll, I'll just take it off, man. So, uh, you know, this this is a guy that um was handpicked by uh, Tom Thibodeau himself, and um that's um this guy, uh das uh Yodomoto, whatever. I'm not really good at um at names and stuff like that. But you you see the guy, he's a goofy dude, man. But um but look, he's another young guy. Um, like I said, I didn't really look too much into him as far as um, you know, his background and stuff like that. But he's a young guy too, and he's somebody that was handpicked by Tom Thibodeau. Uh, he reminds me of a of a Spolstra, you know, uh, Jeff Van Gundy, that type of guy that that's um that came out of nowhere that that the coaches just pull him in, a video coordinator, you know, or whatever the fuck they, they that you want to call these guys now. These guys started here, and um somehow uh, Jeff Van Gundy that that looks like um, you know, like like somebody just dragged him out of the rain. Uh, you know, and um, his brother, you know, the, 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 um, somebody, somehow they, they got pulled into these coaching trees and these guys are still, you know, making a lot of money playing, um, you know, coaching and talking about basketball up until this day. You know what I'm saying? I think I had to wet the palate, man. But yeah, man. So, uh, you know, the Knicks are on the right path. We got a, we got a guy, uh, my man, you know, I, I hate to mess up people's names. You know, eventually I'm quite sure he's going to be uh, right there. Uh, probably as um, associate head coach one day himself, or maybe even he might um, supplant uh, Johnny Bryan as the head coach one day. You never know. Stranger things have happened in the NBA, but it doesn't matter. Just as long as the as the Knicks keep churning, man, we got to keep on churning out these wins and stuff. So anyway, as you see, I'm, I'm kind of quarter- color coordinating today. I got I always got my diehard Knicks hat usually, uh, but I got this um this Knicks on um, training um jersey, man. You, are you hating or what? I was I was trying to get the blue one or the gray one, you know, because I see the guys wearing it in practice. But the black one is kind of dope, man, and I feel like it was made for me because it matches my my uh, my normal hat, uh, you know, perfectly, man. So yeah, man, this is um this is just uh, uh my hat tip to Johnny Bryant, also uh, hat tip to y- Yogamoto. You know, I, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. No disrespect. I have a lot of respect for you guys. You know, what I'm saying, I, I, like I said, I'll get to learn his name as time goes on. So peace, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dynex Podcast. We talked about Johnny Bryant, the associate head coach of the Knicks, man. Believe it or not, that is a thing. So I wanted to shine some light on him. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. This is your boy Eru signing out. Four fingers to the forehead, tucking your thumb. Salute, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.